0: Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Estee Gordon Levin, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. So today I'm coming on to share some of the things that maybe I did wrong leading leading up to my wedding day, or things that I would change. So I had people reach out to me asking if there were things that I would change as a wedding pro who got married this year. And the truth is, yes. I think that there's a lot of people who will be like, oh my God, it was the world's most perfect day. I wouldn't change a thing, blah, blah, blah. And that's all well and good that like people say that. I had an amazing day everything looked beautiful it truly was perfect in the sense that you walked in the room and it looked amazing and my glam was amazing hair makeup dress nails jewelry like the whole nine yards like in regards to like it being aesthetically pleasing yes like yes all of that was conquered which was something that was very important to me as I work in the business and I like when things look a certain way, even more pressure-filled for my own day. So so let's, let's start with that. As somebody who's worked in the industry, I do feel that I felt more pressure than maybe somebody getting married who does not work in the industry. I'm not saying that your day isn't stressful or that there aren't stressful moments leading up to the day. I think every bride and groom feel some sort of stress leading up to the day, whether it's with family, whether it's with just like the era that we're in, you know, like everything with the pandemic, it made things really crazy. There was a lot up in the air. There was a lot of no shows and, you know, and then people... You know Canceling on you last minute After you already paid for them Like there was a lot of that going on um, I felt all of that too So, so let's, let's You know Let's talk about that I did get married While this pandemic is still going on So I did feel A lot of disappointment Surrounding people Who did not show up for me As much as I thought that that would send me spiraling, I'll be honest, it really didn't. Um, I just chose truly not to care about the people who decided last minute not to come because at the end of the day, you know, you can't let other people and their, you know, whatever's going on in their life, like, you know, affect your day. Everybody has choices to make that have to work for them. And that's the bottom line. So I think for me, I tried really, really hard not to, you know, let that affect me. Um, as somebody who is somewhat emotional, yes, um, it did affect me, you know, in the moment. But on my actual wedding day, it did not. But there are certain things... Um, that I feel like I could have foregone like without worrying about or doing or caring or whatever. And one of that is people's opinions of what my day should be, shouldn't be, what should be served food-wise, all of that. There's always going to be somebody, probably more than one person who gives you their opinion. And in the end of the day, it's your day, um, you know, I know that they like to say, like, whoever's writing the checks have said, um, it's your day. And if it does come down to whoever's writing the checks have the say, my opinion is <laughs> do what you want to do. And if that means that the money has to come out of your pocket in order for your day to be your way, then you do that. And if you are going to take money from other people, then you, you do have, then, and you're going to grin and bear it, then, you know, so be it. Everybody's position is different. Um, And that's it. I was very fortunate in the, in the fact that my parents did give me money towards my wedding day and they said, use it as you see fit. Um, So they let me really do my thing. They weren't giving me You know, any negative feedback. They weren't any of that. They were like, we want you to be happy. We want you to have the day that you dreamed of. If you're happy, we're happy. And, um, you know, it also made me appreciate my parents and my family, like, so much more because um, just seeing how, you know, supportive they are, and especially as I get older, um, as, like, these milestone moments happen in my life, it's really nice to feel the support of my family. So that is not something that I struggled with, but the reason that I bring it up is because I think that there's a lot of that and I hear a lot of that from a lot of brides and grooms and, you know, it's hard to give this advice in the moment, but something I always say is like, if people are trying to control your day because they have like, you know, the purse strings then like cut those purse strings do it the way that you want and figure out how to budget you know within within yourself to give you those things or to or to not do certain things because you don't want to but then feel the need that you have to because the money was coming from elsewhere so that's just a piece of advice I have on that that's not something that like was in regards to my day um but it's just something that I wanted to share so now to like the real meat and potatoes of this episode, which is things that I would, you know, change in regards to my day or you know have not worried about. The first thing <laughs> this one is super dumb but relevant. I I'm a big like, I'm a big person to say that signature cocktails are a big fucking waste of time and nobody needs it, right? Nobody's drinking your signature cocktail. Um, you know, people do all this stuff to have signage, this and that, blah, 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 whatever. I tell all my brides and grooms it's really not necessary. Like, no one cares about it. Um, at the same time, here I was the night before my wedding searching for a frame in Home Goods. The night before my wedding, okay, at 7 p.m., I'm searching through Home Goods in Merrick, New York, looking for a frame for the signature cocktail sign that I had. Like, what I could have done is reach out to my venue, be like, hey, any chance you have a frame for this? But no, I didn't even think to do that because I was so hell bent on finding a frame. Needless to tell you, I'm sure nobody drank that signature cocktail other than me. I'm not going to lie to you. I got pretty drunk on it. It was uh, lemonade and vodka. We called it leavenade because um, we're the leavens. Um, Just even saying that story is just so lame. But yes. So I stressed myself out all about that, all about the signature cocktail for something that I truly did not need. So would definitely have for god ever caring about that um at all um i'm a big fan of like things looking a certain way whatever i was deciding to use the menus from my venue um i really wanted them to like look a certain way and so i had them print them out early and then i put this green ribbon around every single menu Um, I actually did it, like, while I was at work, literally with a glue stick, (laughs) like, glued that ribbon on there. It, it weirdly took a lot of time, a lot, a lot, a lot of time. Um, it was fine. Like, it was a nice detail. I'm sure nobody appreciated it other than me. So, did it matter? No. Did I do it anyway? Yes. Um, Did it take up a lot of my time? Also, yes. And I almost, almost forgot those venues. Venues forgot those menus on my desk at work right before my wedding. Um, So, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I probably would have foregone that. Another thing. um, So. I had the most amazing florals. I ordered all these candles leading up to the day. Um, I worked with Phil from Pedestals. He's amazing. Um, you know, he went over the top for me. It was incredible. The room itself, absolutely stunning. Wouldn't change one thing about my room. One thing that I would change. Is I probably would have ordered more candles. As much and as sick as that sounds, I think I would have flooded the hallway with them even more than it already was. Um, but it was really hard for me to tell, you know, when I was ordering how much I should order. So I I think I would have definitely ordered more had I known, had I had like more of an idea of how many. I will say pedestals told me an amount. I did do that amount. They put everything out. They did an amazing job. I think for me, I didn't really know how much it should be. And like, how you know, for me, like, it's not like a how much is too much. I like being too much. So I wanted to be too much and over the top. And I'm sure to everybody else, everything was still over the top and it was, I just know I would have put like even more candles, like I probably would have ordered more and done them in front of my seating chart sign, but again, no, literally no sweat off of my back, like everything looked amazing, this is me just, you know, being crazy and being myself, right? Right. So, I'm going to be really honest, really transparent, and give a real detail. My big thing is I wanted everybody to feel included in my day. And sometimes I want to, in a way, be like a little bit of a people pleaser. I think I would have changed up some things in regards to our bridal party. I would have kept all my friends there and my, you know, my family members, but I, I wanted to do things to make life like a little bit like nice for like my extended family and in laws. And I included like, I included people in my bridal party that I probably just should have had as guests. Um, It led to a lot of stress leading up to my day. And um, a lot of uncertainty on timing and things like that. And truly, um, I don't think it was worth the headache for either of us. And yeah, so on the day of my wedding, it wasn't worth the headache. Leading up to my wedding, it wasn't worth the headache. And I think maybe things would have been totally different had I just like not invited that individual to being in in my wedding party and just, like, coming as a guest. I think it would have taken pressure off of everybody, mainly myself, but also them. And I just kind of, like, if I could go back in time, probably would have changed that. Can't go back in time. It is what it is. But, yes, I think in a lot of ways we do things to try to make, like, all of our family members and so-and-so happy. But at the end of the day, like... You got to do what is, like, going to, like, cause you peace and not stress. So, yes. Um, that, that's that. Um, trying to think of some other things that maybe I would have changed or done differently. I think, I think what is so hard with a wedding is... The finances really they add up so quickly and you know that week of your wedding or the last two weeks before your wedding you're paying all like the final balances and and whatnot as a lot of you know I didn't have that long of an engagement it was eight and a half months so it was less than a year um I wouldn't change anything about that and um I do very much like I always promote people doing it in less than a year and this is why you get better deals when you do things in a shorter amount of time so like if you book your wedding 2 years out you're really not going to get any deals because venues and vendors have a million opportunities to sell that date but if you do it in less than a year you know most people want to sell that date they want it to they want to be able to um make sure that that date is sold opposed to having an open date. So, I very much agree with like a shorter engagement time frame. But what I will say with that is that you do have obviously way less time to pay that off. We were totally fine, but of course, that last week felt stressful paying everybody up and, you know, um I added certain things on with the band, and you know certain things that I should have just probably been upfront about with my husband because he is the most understanding, reliable, motivated man on the face of the planet. He was nothing but um, but a but a good guy, good fiance, and he is a good husband, and he really did want. Our day to be so special and to be what I wanted it to be um but I definitely did get a little like overkill a little like ahead of myself and I wish that like I should have just like had him involved in like certain things opposed to like me just doing it and then kind of like letting him know four days before the wedding because you know what it is his day too he deserved to be (laughs) stress-free and I don't think I uh I don't think I made him stress-free, but yes. So back to like some of the things that I would have changed is I did, um, when I, while I was running around looking for the frame for the signature cocktail sign that I did not need, I should have been at the hotel blow drying my hair for the 5am wake up call that I had to get ready for glam And instead, when was I doing that? At 9.30 p.m. the night before. So yeah, that caused like not stress. I think I was running on adrenaline at that point. But I definitely could have done without uh, stressing myself out at the very last second blow drying my hair. Because if you know by seeing my Instagram and everything else, I have a lot of hair. It's really long, really thick, and really curly. So, you know that that took a really, really long time. And my friends Alex and John were in from Florida. They were, like, at the bar. They wanted to, like, have a drink. And I should have been, like, having a drink with them. Instead, they were at my hotel room literally talking to me while I was blow-drying my hair. Which, if you know me, totally tracks. But, you know, sometimes I just... Sometimes I just don't want to be busy with that kind of bullshit at the very last second. So... Those are some things that I would change. Other than that, of course, it was an amazing day. Everybody's wedding day is the most amazing day. And it should be. And you deserve it. And you deserve to have fun and relish and all of that. But anything that's leading up to the day that really doesn't like, you know, it's kind of like a Marie Kondo, right? Like, if it doesn't spark joy, like get rid of it. Yeah. Like, same thing over here. If it's going to, like, cause you stress... Just say no, say no to the signature cocktail signs, Um, you know, say no to, you know, have the people who you want standing up there like with you. Don't feel stressed about it. Don't feel sad about it. Don't whatever like you deserve to have who you want up there. That's it. That's the bottom line. And, um, you know, enjoy your day your way relish in it, bask in it, wear the dress that makes you feel pretty, get your hair and makeup done by the people who make you feel beautiful, Um, have the band or DJ that is going to have you rocking out on the dance floor and eat all the food that you want because it's your day and you deserve to eat. I don't care what anybody says, all these brides and grooms that like say they don't eat whenever. No, you deserve to eat. It's an expensive day. Eat that food, have fun, enjoy, and most importantly, like look back on the pictures, the videos and just, just laugh and have fun and enjoy it it's your day and it's a once in a lifetime feeling own it that's my spiel for today thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the bride tender podcast where a new one goes out every single monday We've been a little slow the past couple weeks because we're finally finishing off busy season. Um, If you're not already following me on Instagram, please go follow me at The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and of course, hiring the best in the business. Um, Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye!